Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your reviews if we have any. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. Do we have any uh, reviews? I don't think we have. Oh, I don't know. I don't fuck. think so. Fuck. Fuck that shit. Fuck. fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> Podcast canceled. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, all right. What? Well, should we get ahead to the voicemails? Oh, okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> we, have some, we have some emails. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, this is from Emily. It says, Lisa Frank, color names. Hey, Allie and mm. Melissa. I wanted to call, but I'm in public. I'm still binging old episodes. I'm listening to a mailbag episode where someone called in about Lisa Frank's kids being named Hunter Green and Forest Green. And you guys are talking about other color names. It made me remember that I went to elementary school with a kid named Red Brown, and he was teased mercilessly. So maybe oh, you don't no. give your kids stupid ass names, Lisa Frank. Love you, ladies. Red oh, brown. Here's a contro- controversial one, and it's good that Maria's not on the podcast for this. Oh, okay. S- sorry, Maria. Bono is not hot <sighs> as hell. Everybody has their own opinion, but I do like the podcast. I'm almost caught up from Jane. Wow. Oh, shit. I mean, Maria did say young Bono. Oh, here's something about the f- the lentils. Oh, yeah. Dan Tana emailed us the FDA's official report. Oh, I don't think we've talked about this, but there was... Oh, my God. No. Yeah. A whole thing. So Daily Harvest is a food uh, delivery thing that I have gotten and you have I've gotten. I've gotten too. Yeah. We both, we both received it. I still have some in my freezer. I know. I still have some smoothies left. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to toss the them. Yeah, I've I'm only f- gotten the smoothies too. Not eating them. 
But they yeah. have smoothies. You just fill up the cup with like milk and then you put it in a blender. They're okay. Yeah, they're 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 not healthy. Like they're not no. healthy smoothies. It's it's they like a, a ton of sugar. Of sugar. In them. Yeah. I didn't I thought they were super healthy. But they had these things called lentils or lentil crumbles that are supposed to mimic like I think Meat. like meatballs or something. Yeah. You put in spaghetti or something. It's a French lentil and leek crumbles. Yeah. And there's this whole Reddit thread from like starting like a month ago. People were getting really bad stomach cramps from it. <laughs> yeah. And then people were going to the hospital because it was so bad. And then a couple people had to have their fucking gallbladders removed. Yeah. And their liver enzymes were all fucked up. Yeah. They were having like liver failure from from the but it doesn't it still doesn't say what the cause is. No, it's and then what's crazy is that Daily Harvest posted on their Instagram a picture of the, the lentils. They're like, because it's a new product. They sent it out to influencers first. So it was yeah, a bunch so of the influencers, influencers were, getting, were sick. getting sick first. And they were, of course, doing videos about it and getting like hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. So they posted a picture. They're like, click, a, for, click a, on the link in our bio for more info about problems with the lentils. And everyone's like, click on the link. Like, say not to eat them. Throw them away. Yeah, because it looked like, like an ad. Yeah. So people are pissed about this. And then some people, someone said, or you retweeted something about a mushroom. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out what it is. And so far, everything they've tested for has allegedly come back negative, you know, like mold or toxins and whatever. But someone was like, what is there mushrooms in it? Because maybe it's a death cat mushroom. They got a batch of death cat mushrooms because eating a death cat mu- death cat mushroom has all the same yeah. symptoms because these people are essentially just getting like hepatitis um, right yeah that's what their livers are all fucked up and like they're going to the hospital and doctors are like i don't know yeah so <laughs> no uh, idea the best part of this, of this is that I was I tweeted like I'm obsessed with the <laughs> with the daily harvest with lentils. The daily harvest lentils. And I met with this story. The drama. And I got so many <laughs> at replies and DMs being like, Dana no, was Allie. like Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a screenshot of like Tony these you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, like, no, don't eat them. And I or like, hey, did you tweet this? Like, did you see what's going on with them? And I'm like, <laughs> Guys, I I met. I'm obsessed with this story. I'm not eating them, and I like love the taste. Like you guys, it was so stupid. So um, yeah, they they put out the the FDA is like officially investigating them, but we yeah. don't know what it is yet. They're still testing. It's for sure something. Yeah, they I said mean, to it, throw them out. Yeah, and I mean, like people are like, it, I mean, it's crazy. Oh, will you read this one? It's too long for me to read. Information to petition to Teal Swan? What is this? Huh? It's really long by Kyriakos Vilches. Okay. Hello, Allie and Melissa. I recently caught your episode on Teal Swan. I wanted to reach out to you concerning development surrounding Teal Swan after the release of the Hulu Freeform docuseries. Um, after the series, Teal Swan galvanized her supporters so much that one of them created a petition to rally her followers in convincing Casby who's the producer of the documentary, to release the raw footage from the docuseries. Over 11,000 people have signed it and shared it. You covered her reaction in corresponding response videos to Casby's series in your episode. 
But what you weren't aware of is that myself and a few others investigating claims against Teal and her organization decided that a secondary examination is needed. Uh, After creating a petition of my own and launching an investigation, I demanded that Teal herself release the investigative report done by Molly Monahan. Oh. Who was, she was the PI in the... Yeah. To conduct what would be considered an ethical internal audit of alleged cult behavior. As you know, Teal has refused to release this. Shortly after the release of the docuseries, I began questioning Teal directly on social media about clearing the air concerning details in the report. Immediately after, she or her social media team began removing and blocking comments that alluded to the report. Mm. I then realized she was doing serious damage control, but was also admitting mention of pertinent information from the conversation from her followers and critics alike. So myself and a few other followers began campaigning for the truth. Uh, John Casby noticed my petition, but it appears that he isn't taking any of this controversy seriously. That doesn't matter to me. Blake and Juliana Dyer have possibly been gagged by strict NDAs, but Blake has not spoken out because his language concerning the matter has been limited by Teal. Blake's the guy who left, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who was like with her for 18 years. Right. Was also telling us that he had recently joined a private Facebook group, essentially highlighting Teal's less than flattering characteristics as well. Oh. A shocking contradiction of Teal's claims that she and Blake are entirely on good terms after his departure. So the Facebook group is called Teal's Worst Moments, apparently, a private Oh, we got to get in that group. I'm neither for or against Teal Swan. The campaign that my colleagues and I are involved in is for the benefit of her supporters and critics. More and more questions are popping up. Uh, The end game for me is real, objective, look at Teal Swan and what exactly is going down. Oh, it says... uh Oh, I wonder about that. It says even two people who are attending her synchronization workshops in Los Angeles on June 26 have contacted me about possibly questioning her themselves. I wonder what happened at that workshop. Oh, that just happened. Yeah. Oh, weird. For the first time in Teal Swan's history as an influential spiritual teacher and self-help author, someone is attempting to hold her to a standard unlike any time before. Yeah. I've let her know time and time again where I'm able to reach her. She has not responded and is vaguely answering some allegations. I said my intent's not to demonize her. It's simply to provide information. He basically just wants to, he wants people to sign the petition or something. Is that hopefully with your platform, you can help me bring more information to light. Oh, he has a picture of the worst moments group and Blake's in it. Oh. That's only 17 members. Oh, that's kind of weird. If you need information, I'll attach the D. Da, 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 da. Anyway, keep up the great work. K.N. Vilches, Teal Swan, Worst Moments Group. Who knows, though, if that's a real, if that's his real Facebook. Blake Dyer. I mean, that could be a fake Blake Dyer What's Facebook What's in this page. group? I, I want to know what's in I this know, we group. I know, we got a web crawler's got to join that group. Someone's got to infiltrate the group. Yeah, it's called, if, if you're listening, if you want to infiltrate, it's Teal Swan, Worst Moments Group. Huh. So basically, this person's trying to ask her questions and hold her accountable, and they're just like deleting any sort of anything. Yeah. She doesn't like answering questions. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. So should we get to some VMs? Yeah, let's get into some of these VMs. Okay. First message. Hi, this is Jennifer. I'm calling for the web crawlers. Um, I was listening to your most recent episode about the moon chasm by internet and when you said that she started it when she was 11 it reminded me that when i was the same age 
my friend and I used to go on AIM and look at people's profiles and look for keywords and then pretend to be other people and talk to them like about whatever subject they'd mentioned in their profile. Oh, yeah. And I remember one time we found this guy who said he was into surfing and he <laughs> tried to like recruit us into this like cult that worships the ocean. What? Um, and it was very weird. And speaking of cults, I was in L.A. recently <laughs> and I can't eat eggs or dairy. And I was uh, mad that there wasn't more vegan food. And a friend of mine cafe told gratitude. me to go to Cafe Gratitude. Yep. And I immediately started laughing because um, that is also a cult. Anyway, yeah. um, thank you so much. Bye. I had Cafe Gratitude like a week ago. It's good, man. It's good. They have really good flaxseed pancakes. Oh, I haven't had that before. With like vegan, uh, like whipped cream and like sugar-free syrup with some fruit. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty good. It's not bad. I'll order occasionally. They have a good, it's almost like an Indian bowl. It has like lentils. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's really good. Their plate things are good. Yeah. There's, There's not one near my house. Yeah, there's one in Larchmont. This is from Web Crawlers. So I was just listening to your last mailbag episode, and a lovely caller called in and recommended that you talk about Poppy. Poppy. And actually, there is a lot more to that whole story. So um, if you want to, I think it would be a really great episode. But um, basically, Titanic Sinclair is the name, or like stage name, I forget his real name of Poppy's old manager. Now she's independent. Um, and before Poppy, long before Poppy, there was another artist named Mars Argo, who Mars Argo. is incredible, huge Mars Argo fan. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at Titanic and Mars's old videos, like they're very similar to the old videos that then he started doing with Poppy. And he definitely groomed both of them into like very similar images, like both speaking and um, yeah, there's just there's a whole lot to look into there. Um, Mars kind of like fell off the face oh. of the earth for a while. I mean, for like years and years, and uh, she just came out with a new song, so I'm super stoked for her and super stoked that Poppy is finally away from Titanic and is independent. Um, she and Mars kind of had a legal kerfuffle back when Poppy was still with Titanic, but I think that was probably more because of him, but there's like kind of a whole thing about how she like filters out comments on her stuff that include Mars's name or references to Mars. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot to look into there. So if you're going into Poppy, you definitely gotta talk about Mars Argo, who is the OG, and she has some really amazing music that you can um, find on SoundCloud or YouTube. Hey, Festival by you. If you Google Mars Argo, she looks like Poppy. Really? Like similar aesthetic. Oh, yeah. She's from Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's creepy. Weird. He's Mars got a type. Released their, oh, it's a, she goes by they, not she. Oh, 2009? That was a long time ago, an album. 
Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Poppy or Mars Argo. Interesting. Hi, this message is for the web callers. My name is Emily. Um, I'm currently binging the show. I'm like way back in summer of 2020. And I've just been trying to tell the story. I was waiting to go done, but I can't wait anymore. So um, I'm in San Francisco right now, but I'm from Boston, Pennsylvania. And the story is from when I was in seventh grade. We had a substitute teacher in the building. And he was really creepy. He was like, grab your back. If you ask some questions. And no. it turns out he was like hooking up with two ninth graders. He was oh. arrested during a chorus concert. <laughs> and while he was waiting for his trial, he killed himself in his garage. So fast forward like two years later, my friends and I had a sleepover. We had a Ouija board and we were like, oh, it'll be funny with some of Mr. Anderson. So Wait, we were like, ask the Ouija board. Like, like, heard this. You know, or did someone hear like the talking same to story? Him, like think it's real or anything like that? We've heard this. We've heard this. Maybe they called back, or maybe producer Maria sent yeah, us a song. Did a big fuck up. Producer Maria. Huge fuck up. Okay, next message. Hi, I'm calling for the web crawlers. Uh, this is Mac. First of all, I'm sorry if I'm loud or I'm not loud enough. You sound I'm perfect. I'm calling from my car, okay. and I have a really bad habit of not being able to control my voice very well over my Bluetooth, so I'm sorry if I'm yelling or if I'm quiet. No, you sound great. But anyways, I called a couple of days ago with my bus trauma story about how my mom killed a little girl oh, and then dated, her, dated yeah. her uncle, and <laughs> thanks for unlocking that trauma. I tried to forget a lot of my childhood, and um, apparently I didn't do a very good job. Oh, no. Um, I can't stop thinking about it, but I just want to call again and let you guys know... Um, yeah, yeah, I know my mom is probably, you guys are probably saying a lot of things about her. And you're all probably right. She's not a very good person. No, you would never say that. But, you know, she's my mom. I, 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 I don't like her, you know, who she is, but I love her. But she definitely got some issues. You know, a lot of mental health problems that never really got addressed because we always grew up really poor, but that doesn't excuse anything she did with this little girl and then, you know dating the girl's uncle. I just couldn't stop thinking about it, so I wanted to call again. Also, I have some other information for you guys. Um, I worked at I worked at a McDonald's, and I was actually a manager at a McDonald's, and I was responsible for cleaning the ice cream machine. Oh, so oh no. If you guys have any questions about that. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what was that I'm here like? for it. Like, I will answer everything as good as I can. Uh, also, I used to work at Red Lobster. Oh. Unlimited Cheddar Bay Biscuits was great. It gets to a point where you start to experiment, and let me tell you, blue cheese crumbles cooked <gasps> inside of those. Oh. Those Cheddar Bay Biscuits, oh my God, it's so delicious. <laughs> and if you go to Red Lobster, try dipping the biscuits in pina colada sauce. I promise pina you, it's delicious, sauce. and you're going to love it. Also, Girl, you're uh, crazy. I'm a twin. Uh-oh. Ellie's probably like, oh my God, ew, that's gross. And no, I we don't like identical about. twins. I remember these twins from when I was a kid, and they were like, they did everything the same, wore the same clothes. It was gross. But my twin and I aren't like that. First starters, I'm like super freaking gay and butch. And my <laughs> twin yeah. is very, very girly. But anyways, yeah, we'll I just accept needed it. to vent we'll because that. I've been fucked up the last couple of days. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Okay, so first of all, her mom was the one who ran over a girl in the bus. <laughs> And yes. it, it happens. 
People deal with trauma in different ways. We would never yes. judge your mom for. We would never. I can see cheddar bay biscuits and blue cheese would be delicious. I don't. Yes, but I don't. The sauce. pina colada. No, you know what? When I was in Mexico, I'll tell you. I had a uh, virgin pina colada. Oh yeah, it was, was great. It delicious. It was delicious. I also accidentally got served alcohol. But that's yeah, was that the one story. that they accidentally put alcohol in? No, I got a mocktail that was like ginger beer and like apricot juice and mint Mm. and like some other shit and then it's stupid the mocktail had the same name as the alcoholic version oh what are you doing i know and uh (laughs) my boyfriend was so mad it was really cute yeah you can't do that yeah he uh he told the he told the hotel i was pregnant because he didn't know how to explain sobriety to them <laughs> with the way they'd, they'd be like, like no <laughs> drink yeah no alcohol yeah. <laughs> it was like 12 <laughs> steps what so he was just like she's pregnant <laughs> did they apologize profusely uh yeah they sent they said they're changing the name of the drink i mean like it happens like i didn't lo care siento. that much lo yeah lo siento. they sent uh they sent a little uh like dessert to our room they sent us a bottle of champagne (laughs) (laughs) hi this message is for the web crawlers this is stephanie in connecticut um hopefully you can hear me yes i think i might be in a spot that doesn't have great service and also i'm getting over a good old-fashioned covid respiratory infection not covid but you know kind of from before the pandemic so anyway, Jeez. I wanted to call because um, this Munchausen by internet mm-hmm. um, just happened to me um, about a month ago, what? just before Easter, yeah, and I reconnected with a friend on Facebook, and she was telling me about some problems in her family, and you know, she was breaking up with her husband, and I knew I worked with both her and her husband many years ago, like 15 years ago, and had been kind of following them and their love story or whatever and I knew something wasn't quite right and then she's telling me they're breaking up and all this stuff she's going on and on and there were certain things she was saying that sounded strange it just seemed like she was acting very strangely and then in one of the conversations she mentioned she had a really high fever and I was like okay well this is why she sounds so strange she's like whacked out on a fever like I know I get strange when I have a high fever so um, so I urged her to go to the hospital, and she's telling me that he won't let her go to the hospital, and oh sounded really weird and abusive, and, and she told me how she was going to go to the hospital and get checked out in the morning if she made it through the night. Oh, no. And the next day, she told me that she did make it through the night, she was on her way to the hospital, and blah, blah, blah. And then she started telling me about how she's in the hospital, and they're going to have to put her in a, a coma because her pneumonia is too bad and all this stuff and how she might die and all this stuff she's going on and on she she asked me to pray for her and she asked me to put out a prayer request on facebook but she told me specifically not to tag her in it which was kind of strange and i did tag her in it and she was like no please fix it i don't Uh, want my oh you family to worry i'm like what do you mean i want your family to worry you just told me you're dying they should be worried just this whole thing and then she was in the hospital for like a couple of weeks and how their 
just she got transferred to an even bigger hospital and all that. She's going on and on and on. Biggest hospital. I made the mistake not asking for a picture or something. Because I thought, I don't want to, if this woman's really dying, it feels kind of messed up to be like, prove it. You know, and <laughs> Prove I had no Prove it. that she was lying <laughs> Picks to me. didn't happen. She was a very stable person when I knew her 15 years ago. And if anything, maybe her husband was the unstable one, you know? So I had no reason. And hopefully there's a part two. Okay. I forgot that episode. Was it a main episode or a mailbag? Was it my episode? What it was, was it? the... um. The Durr family. Oh, the Durr right, family right, right. hoax. Okay, got it. The woman who made up this whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for the web crawlers, this is Stephanie in Connecticut. This is part two because I got cut off. Um, so what I was saying right when I got cut off is that she was a relatively stable person, had no reason to believe that she was lying to me or unstable. So anyway, so she tells me that she's about to be put under and she could be out for weeks and that... You know, when she came back, I would hear from her. But otherwise, maybe I should be on the lookout for an obituary because it's not looking good. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was just like, this is right before Easter. So my, I'm feeling like heart-wrenched. My friend who I just reconnected with is knocking on death's door. And at the same time, I will say, she even asked me once in our, like, back-and-forth messages, like, why are you so calm about this? And I was like, listen, we've all been through a lot. This is just one more thing. Okay. You finally connected with a friend and now she's dying. Of course she is. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. After, while I'm also heart wrenched, I'm also like, you know what? Of course she is. Just my life. I barely know her <laughs> anymore. It's really sad and just my you know, I feel very bad for her son, but I guess this is how life goes, you know? Mm-hmm. So Anyway, I was slightly suspicious. Something might not, something just smells fishy. And I mentioned it to my therapist at the time. I was telling her all about what's going on. I said, I didn't want to say it out loud to anybody, but something feels fishy about it. And then I just let it go. Okay, so to jump to the end, I didn't hear from her for like a month. I finally find through Facebook, like her aunt and like a friend of hers. And I messaged them through Facebook to say, have you heard from her? And the friend finally got back to me and said, Yes, all this stuff about her being sick was completely fake, and you haven't heard from her because she was in a 30-day um, <gasps> psychiatric ward oh, no. being held so she can get some help. Oh, oh my so, God. Yeah. Anyway, it's really crazy. That is nuts. It happened to me. The thing is, like, you, you don't want to doubt somebody when they're saying sure. that they're dying. Yeah. Seems really weird and cold and wrong, especially if they do die, you know? So, right. That's crazy. And I feel a little embarrassed because I'm telling all my friends and family, please, my friend, she's dying. Well, why and wouldn't like, oh, you no, believe her? Your friend is dying. I'm like, I know. And now it's like, I can't be like, hey, guys, remember that girl? Oh, she was off a rocker, which is maybe <laughs> not very kind to say, but it's, you know, when you're feeling frustrated, I think she's getting the help that she needs. And all the prayers were worth it because she needs to find some healing. She's loco, yeah. You know, so that's my story. Okay, bye. That's crazy. I mean, you ha- you shouldn't feel bad or guilty because you had no reason to doubt that. I would believe it if, like, a friend was like, I'm dying in the hospital. I'd be like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that, crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yikes. 
Well, hopefully she... Uh, yeah, I hope she's okay mentally and physically. she's okay. Yeah. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, next message. Hello, Black Crawlers. Um, I just wanted to call and give a little insight to the last episode where you guys talked about people making up diseases that they didn't have, and oh. it's actually pretty common for uh, kids that grow up in abusive environments to do this because they don't know how to say, like, hey, I'm being abused, but they do need extra love and attention, and in the ACA book, they actually have, like, a whole chapter on this, the adult children and alcoholics. Um, oh. They have a whole chapter on how common it is for kids to make up that Specifically, they have skin diseases, or specifically, they have this, and they've had this sort of abuse, and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, well, yeah, totally not right. You know, those people are monsters, and they are just hurting, and um, they're just needing attention for one reason or another, and it's possibly due to a really bad home environment. And I feel for them harshly, and I just wanted to put that out there. Um, not that I think you guys said anything super wrong, but just to throw out some sympathy for the people that feel the need to make up those diseases. 
I'm also calling because I don't know if every other white girl in their 30s gets targeted with these fucking booty masks ads by Bailey's, where it's like, make your butt tighter, make your butt firmer by putting on this butt mask. But I got it, I fell for it, and I tried it, and I just want to tell everybody to not do it, because <laughs> last night mask. I had a really hard day at work, I came home, I took a hot bath, Put on that butt mask. It's called M-A-E-L-Y-S. I got it in the And I was like, oh, I'll have a hot bath. I'll put on this lotion. And then I'll go to bed and I'll wake up with a firmer, tighter butt. (laughs) Did you break out? Let me tell you, that shit burned (gasps) so fucking bad. I, like, was in, I was in so much pain. I put it on my butt. And then I put it on my stomach. And then my butt started burning. And then my stomach started burning. And then my wrist started burning because it was on my wrist. Oh, and no. Don't no. do it. It literally felt like my skin was on fire. Oh, my God. Hours, right before I was trying to fall asleep. And I had to be up so early. And I am so angry. So, for anybody out there getting targeted so stupid Instagram ads, <laughs> don't do it. Don't fucking do it. I love you. I love you, Paul. I love you, Allie. So much. I love you, Melissa, so much. Thanks. Rhea, we miss you. Where are you going? I haven't gotten any ads for those. The, all the ads I get are for like workout machines. And then I got, I get ads for, um, and I bought it. I, I sent it to the picture to you and to Rachel. Um, it's like these pads you put on your stomach and then it like works out for you. Oh, like yeah. Like the electrical like pulses. Electro <laughs> yeah. Pulse things. I feel like those do kind of work, but I feel like it has to be really strong. Like when you go to a spa and they have those. Yeah, I, this was like $30, so it's probably not going to work. I haven't used it yet because I'm kind of afraid. But I feel um, like if you use it for like a thousand hours, you might get like one little ab. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should just use it while I'm watching TV and then I'm going to be fucking ripped. Yeah, but I don't. I get ads for like cat litter (laughs) i used to get a lot of ads for like mental health mentally ill stuff oh no yeah i surprisingly have not been getting ads for any baby stuff oh that's interesting i feel like because i only i don't really i've posted maybe three things about yeah you don't post a lot about it yeah it's like because i was worried i'm like i'm gonna get so many fucking ads but no I get a lot of, do you get a lot of ketamine stuff? Like, like, oh, I have gotten that. I don't get it so much anymore, but I used to get like, get ketamine, ketamine for treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? like, oh, this is easy. Thanks. Okay. Next message. Hi, my name's Natalie and uh, I love your show. I just left you uh, another message that I hung up on because I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> but I don't remember now. Or not ask, but I wanted to see if you guys heard something. I just listened to your, your last call, um, our last call in show. And um, the lady, Becky, who wanted to get her driver's license. Yes. Um, and she got it and she's feeling relieved. I think she left two messages. Well, the second message at a minute and um, 29 seconds, four minutes, 29 seconds in, uh, it's, I swear to God, it sounds like someone is saying hell. 
whispering hell what? into the phone oh, in the middle of her talking. It's either hell or help. It was, it's what? really spooky sounding and weird. Um, you should listen to it. I wonder if other people um, heard this too. So anyways, uh, love you guys. Honk, honk. <laughs> Uh, Becky, are you, do you have a deal? Are you okay? Yeah, are you Becky, okay? are you okay? Please Becky, call are in. you okay? <laughs> Becky, are you okay? Are you okay, okay Becky? Hi, uh, this is a message for the web crawlers. I have been catching up on a podcast lately, and I've noticed for the past couple months in a lot of the shows you've been saying that you want first time uh, voicemail Yes. People. I am not that. Um, oh. boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> a dear friend of mine who um, is one who turned me on to the podcast during lockdown um, and has never called in and her name is Katie mm-hmm. and um, she has plenty that she could talk about but she Katie. Katie. called and she responds very well to bullying um, she likes it so I Katie, thought I was stop being a little bitch and tell you to bully her and leaving a voicemail um <laughs> So, yeah, that's all. Love you, girls, and love you, Katie. Okay, bye. Katie, Katie little bitch. Being a bitch. Katie, stop being a little bitch. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, stop being fucking stupid. Yay, bitch. Crawlers, <laughs> hello. Um, I don't know if this is allowed or not, but I'm going to do a quick commercial for myself. Oh. You don't have to play it. You can delete it. Or you can just press stop as you're listening to this. We'll play it. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, fuck this guy. This is Joran. Joran? I can't say my name. I'm in a band, and we just released uh, an EP, and it's out there in the world. Okay, you're and right. anybody can listen to it if you uh, are, go to streaming stuff. Lovers and Lunatics is the band. Ooh. All one word with an ampersand. Lovers, ampersand, lunatics. Mm. Look for it. To six songs, or you can go to Lovers Lunatics, Lovers Lunatics, that's what it is, uh, loverslunatics.bandcamp.com, and you can check it out there. You could even buy it if you want to. It's good stuff. Play keyboards and uh, saxophone there. Again, saxophone. This breaks rules of podcasting and etiquette. No, Uh, no. More people should do this. Like I said, they're not playing it. Whatever. Okay. God bless. Bye. Lovers and Lunatics out now. Go get it. Just dropped. Oh my God. It's not sufficient for web callers. Um, I just had to call because I'm, uh, I mean, not to like plug another podcast, but I am listening to another podcast. Um, and they just How mentioned Allie. Um, I was listening to Trash Tuesdays. And it's oh, so yeah. funny because I listened to this. And I'm like, I wonder if, like, Allie or Melissa or, like, some other podcast is. And I'm like, I wonder if anybody else listens to this. What podcast? Like, they're also kind of popular. Esther, and, Little like, Esther's podcast. Like, all oh. these girls, like, all these podcast girls will get along so well. And you guys are, like, all my friends in my head. And they mentioned you. And I was like, oh, my God, I know her. <laughs> and, I mean, like, it was kind of, like drama like i mean i don't want to like get anybody in trouble like maybe oh, yeah, i don't even know if i want to like get this yeah. message guys whatever <laughs> um but yeah i just wanted to go home like oh my god they really are kind of like friends i was right they're friends in real life and in my head <laughs> i just wanted to call because i was like oh my god 
Allie. <laughs> I love everyone. I love all you guys. Bye. Yeah, Esther and uh, Annie Letterman. Yeah, they're very funny. I, I, we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah, Carlos. Very... Carlos. Carlos is an old friend, and he uh, he's sent me he's sent me that. To be fair, to set to tell my side of the story of that, we were friends, and he uh, was married. I knew there was problems with with his relationship. We were a hundred percent purely friends from my side, um, and uh, I did tell him at one point that it made me uncomfortable when he would text me after a certain hour or want to hang out after a certain hour because he was married. Um, oh, so I set boundaries. Yeah. So he didn't tell that part of the story. Um, oh. So I, I will say that I did my part as a, a, a girl boss, <laughs> a, girl, a bo- girl, boss, a girl, a girl's girls before uh, hoes before bros that I said, you know, I feel uncomfortable that, you know, hanging out after a certain hour, texting after a certain hour, since I don't know your wife and, and you are married. That is very responsible of you. Yes. Okay. Next message. Hi, this message is for the web callers. Um, so I want to start off by saying that I absolutely love you guys. Ali, Melissa, Maria, if she's back, you guys are the absolute best. I love, love, love the pod. Um, I also want to mention that I'm in the Discord, so if anybody wants to talk about this later in the Discord, I'm totally down to continue the conversation. Um, I'm really nervous. This is the first time that I'm calling in about something like this. But I was just listening to the Zero Family Hoax episode, and I actually paused it in order to call you guys because I just Uh-oh. couldn't focus after you guys had said this. Um, but you guys were talking about how TikTok is dangerous and how, you know, especially ADHD and autism, people are, like, self-diagnosing things mm-hmm. off of TikTok videos and stuff like that. And um, I think Melissa said it. I know, um, to be clear, I do have ADHD. I also think I may be autistic, but I'm not certain. I'm not diagnosed. That I am diagnosed ADHD. Allie, I think in the past you mentioned that you have ADHD as well. I'm not sure. Um, but so I just wanted to kind of, like, touch on what you guys had said. Because, um, you know, I have a few points. Obviously, TikTok creators and on the Internet should not be implying or stating that you can self-diagnose based off of a three-minute, like, joke video or even a set of three-minute videos from one creator. If they are saying that, then you should, like, leave them and not support them anymore and go find better content creators to watch and listen to. Um, that being said, you know, a lot of diagnostic material is available online, and they should be pointing you towards those resources um, because mm-hmm. the, the tests, the scores, all of that is available, and that is definitely something you should be doing if you are concerned that you may have untreated ADHD or autism. Um, but honestly, more importantly to me is that, you know, listening to other people's experiences is a major, major help in the diagnostic process. You can't just expect your doctor to meet you and just like, oh, wait, I think you might be neurodivergent. A lot of it is figuring that out for yourself, and especially in terms of adults, and even more so in terms of adult women, a lot of them end up going and getting um, diagnosed after hearing the experiences of other adult women with ADHD. Yeah, so it is very, very important to listen to those. Um, you know, I know there is a DSI, the DSM criteria. You should also be reading that. But that criteria is kind of unclear. 
And it also focuses on external symptoms that present more highly in males. Yeah. So it doesn't really oh. speak to or resonate with the internal um, you know, experience of women with ADHD. So I had read those criteria, and I really wasn't sure that they fit me. After reading lots of stuff about women with ADHD and the experiences they were having, I was like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure this is real. There's a part two. I totally, I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree with her. Hey, this is for the web callers again. Sorry, this is Chloe, part two. So, sorry, point me is that, you know, reading women's experiences, it wasn't TikTok, but it was Reddit. It's actually what caused me to go get diagnosed with ADHD or TikTok. I asked about whether I had it, which was absolutely life-changing. It was like two years ago. It's been fantastic. Um, and then the other thing that I want to touch on was that self-diagnosis, is actually really widely accepted, especially in the autism community, because autism diagnosis, especially as an adult, is so freaking hard to come by. I think I may have autism. I have not found anyone in the freaking state to conduct an adult autism diagnosis like huh. test. Um, it takes huh. multiple providers, and for a lot of people, if they do manage to find the resources, it can take literal years. And you can imagine in America how much that would cost to go through just to be told you have something that you already know you have and you're not really going to get any help or resources with. So there's really, like, no point in gatekeeping that. Even in countries of socialized medicine, you often have to go private for autism diagnosis as an adult. And so it can still end up costing a lot of money. And, again, it's really hard to find. So the bulk of the autism community accepts self-diagnosis as perfectly valid. Like, you know, if you have it, you have it. And you can usually figure it out, at least by the time you're an adult. Um, And looking at other people's experiences can help you to do that. So saying that, like, it's completely invalid to be self-diagnosing from the Internet is honestly, it came across a little ableist to me. I love you guys. I know you didn't mean it that way. I trust you guys to not mean it that way. Again, Allie, I'm pretty sure that you've said in the past that you're neurodivergent as well. Um, however, because you're speaking to like a really big audience and, you know, people take things in very different ways, I just kind of want to touch on it and just make it clear, like, no, self-diagnosis is valid. The internet is a hugely valuable tool. That's all I have to say about it. So thank you guys. I'm not mad. I love you so, 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 so much. And you guys are doing great. I hope Maria comes up soon. Okay, bye. Hong Kong. What if I was like, I, how dare you? How, how, how dare you? No, I totally agree with her. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And you're way too smart to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess hearing about other people's experiences, it for sure is helpful. And you're like, oh, yeah, I have that, too. I have that, too. And then yeah, going and to I, get diagnosed. Is, I, I, yeah. I self-diagnosed with ADHD because I had a client who had ADHD and would talk to me about her ADHD. And I was like. I have all the same stuff yeah. that you have. And then I talked to my doctor and then she put me on um, Vivance, which was horrible. And then she put me on Adderall, which is way better for me. Um, but yeah. Okay. And I didn't know anything about the um, autism and how long it takes to get a diagnosis. Yeah, so I had no idea. Yeah. So yeah. We, uh, thank, thank you for clearing that up. We appreciate it. We will always admit when we are wrong. We're, we're sorry for coming off ableist. We did not mean to. Um come off that way and thank thank you for educating us we always appreciate to be educated by people who are far smarter love love learning shit you love to learn shit i know i've heard the thing about how the being diagnosed with autism is easier for men because they have more outward signs of it and women are internalize it more 
Yeah. Which is interesting. So it's easier to itself like, no, I feel that inside where someone may not see it. Well, I know also in terms of ADHD, I think that like it presents more as kind of like hyperactivity in men. Right. And for women, it's kind of like messiness or like... Just feeling overwhelmed because I I have ADHD. I wasn't diagnosed until late 20s, early 30s. And then I got on medication. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, I feel normal. Yeah, I was like diagnosed like last year. You know, like I started on meds last year. I'm still on too low a dose because I'll take my Adderall and then like nap for three hours. But I don't want (laughs) to just because I have just because I am I'm sober. So it's a thin line. for me. So I don't want to take I don't want to take too much Adderall. Um, so I'm trying to figure out other ways to deal with it, which, you know, you can, if you're, if you're a vi- if you have Patreon, you can see the video and look at what my room looks like. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it presents differently in men and in women. Um, so it's just, you know, it's interesting. And the DSM I'm sure is catered towards men. So yeah, f- yeah, of course it is. Yeah. So like everything else in this world, ain't that the truth, sister? <laughs> So thank you for educating us. Uh, We appreciate that. Okay, two messages left. Good, I'm hungry as fuck. Portland, I have not called in a minute, but I just had a terrible thought Uh and figured that now was the perfect time. Okay, so my thought. Great. You know how when you're little and your pet, like your dog or whatever, dies and your parents will say, instead of telling you that your dog died, they'll say, went to like the dog circus or whatever okay the dog circus is that what you guys are doing with maria (laughs) like did maria decide i'm not saying maria's dead she's at the clown school but did she decide that she didn't want to do the show anymore instead of just like making an announcement you're doing the whole oh yeah maria's off doing some like mysterious project and she's just never going to come back again like is maria going to come back Awkward. She's entered I, I the dog circus. Yeah. Okay, that's all I had. Uh, I actually have a ton of other stuff I've been being called about. I literally have a note <laughs> in my notes app, but uh, yeah, I'll save it. Okay, bye. Maria went to the dog circus. She, Maria she, is, is is working on another project for sure. She is. We don't know if she's going to come back or not. Yeah, honestly, we we don't know. She's we don't she's know working on other things. Who knows? Yeah, at first it was. At first, she said she might uh, be gone for a few months, but it seems like it might be longer than that. <laughs> it's been a long forever. Time. So I don't. I we honestly yeah. we honestly don't know. We I mean we're in a group chat. We talk to her all day every day, but we don't know when yeah. and if she's going to come back. Unfortunately, um, yeah. so we do miss her. Hopefully, yeah. at some point she'll come back or pop in here and there. Yeah, but maybe we, she'll we pop don't know. in here and there. Yeah, we don't know. So, guys, you just got to get used to. Uh, I don't know. Get used to us. I'm sorry that you hate us. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Jesus. Fuck. Okay, last message. Hey, this message is for the web crawlers. Okay, my brain is like not working. It's like 2 a.m. Anyway. <laughs> 2 a.m. Um, 2 a.m. I sent in an email recently. It's a pervert teacher Ouija board scare thing, whatever. Yes. And. I'm still been these episodes. I'm not put up yet, but obviously, like, I saw that you talked about my email on the recent mailbag. So oh, it was an email, it. not a voice. And oh. I was super excited that you, like, shared my story. And I was scrolling through Facebook earlier today, like, the day that you posted that uh, episode. And one of the girls that's a pervert teacher, like, statutory raped, showed up on my Facebook. Like, people you may know, we have no mutual friends. 
It was just, like, really weird. Oh, like, a weird. weird synchronicity thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just totally freaked me out. And also, I've been binging your episodes for, like, the last two months. All I listen to is web crawlers. And I started <laughs> saying, Ellie, no, in my real life so much that my husband told me I wasn't allowed to say that anymore until he listened to you guys telling my story on the podcast. And Allie saying, oh, no, to my story. And he said I could have Allie, no. So, okay. Anyway, like I said, it's like 2 a.m. I've had like three glasses of wine and I just, I don't know. I feel really happy that you told my story and I just thought it was really weird that she showed up on my, like, people you may know on Facebook. Also, and we played it really again embarrassing today. that I'm 28 yeah, years old weird. and so you Facebook. Whatever. Okay, love you. Bye. That is weird. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, crazy that's all folks that that's that's the how the cookie crumbles oh this weird this photo you sent me of poppy and mars argo yeah i mean it's a, they have the exact same bit they both have blood coming out of their mouths and they have like blonde hair it's weird yeah it's really weird and then the next one is they're both wearing bunny ears like they they all have like the same oh that's strange yeah it's really bizarre okay well Oh, that's yeah. all folks we'll look, we'll look into it um all right guys well thank you for calling as usual i am ali siegel i am melissa stettin and you will hear from us so soon and bye. okay <laughs> oh sure bye <laughs> bye Original. Powered by ACAS. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. 
To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.